Shalom to all. Today's office is made to cut in Daf Dalad. We are starting about a third of the way down the Daf at the two dots. That's the ninth to last narrow line at the two dots. And today's office is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Maris Miriam, Sarah Bas, Rabbi Yaakov, Maisha, Her Neshama Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yontef, Ben Rabbi Asher Anshul, His Neshama Shadav and Aliyah. Now, as we've been learning on Chalamayid, one is allowed to water their field that needs watering in order to prevent a loss as long as it doesn't involve Tirchia Sera, too much Tircha. And now we quote the Mishnah, Veloy Meagisham, Meakila, and you're not allowed to water your base Hashlach, and you're not allowed to water this field that needs watering from Megishamim or Something where it says Bishlim and Mekilin, we understand you're not allowed to use Mekilin, which is filling up a bucket from a well and watering your field because Ikatirchiasera. There's a lot of Tircha in that. What type of Tircha is there using rainwater? Rainwater is referring to a bar, a pit, a cistern that was right next to the field that was filled with rainwater. And all you have to do is stick your foot in the ground, kind of make a little ditch with your foot, and then the water is going to flow by itself from this reservoir all the way into your field. So what's the problem? Why are you not allowed to do that? That's not Tirchiasera. So I'm of Il, I'm and he says simply Xer Megisham to Mekilin, it's Xer this. I'll do that. If we're going to let you use Megashamim from this reservoir, you might end up taking a bucket and filling it up from a well, and so therefore you're not even use Megashamim. Rav Hashi Amr, he gives a different reason. He says, Megashamim gufayu ledeg Mekilin asu. This water from the reservoir is going to end up turning into Mekilin. Eventually, the water level is going to drop to the point that you're going to have to fill it up with a bucket. That just turns into Mekilin, and therefore you're not allowed to use even Megashamim. And the Kamifli with Rav Zera, they're actually arguing with what Rav Zera said. Rav Zera, Amr Rabbar, Yirmiya, Amr Shmuel, Naharis Hamashchem, Mayim, and Agamim, streams that get their water, meaning the source of this stream is a pond. You're allowed to water your field from that stream on Chalamayid. So Mar Isla Drabzera, Rav Ashi holds Drabzera because Rav Ashi is not afraid that the pond's going to end up drying up, that you're going to end up having to use a bucket. And Umar Lesser Drabzera, Rav Yechen doesn't hold Drabzera because he says it's just Xera this ought to that, and it doesn't make a difference how much water you have. And now we're just going to talk about this halacha that we just mentioned. Gufa, Amr Abzera, Amr Abar Yirma, Amr Shmuel, Nahar Samashkin, Mainamayagamim. We have these streams that get their water from a pond. Motel Hashkas, Mayam Bechal Shamayid, you're allowed to water your field from that on Chalamayid. But now it's Rabbi Yirmir Abzera, our Mishnah says, Avlaim Megisham, Vlaim Mekila, and you're not allowed to your field from Megisham and Mekilin. And reason being is because we're afraid that the Megisham is going to end up getting used up, and then you're just going to take your bucket and fill up your bucket physically, and then that's an issue of Tirchiasera. And we have the same thing with this stream that's getting filled up from the pond. The water in the pond itself might end up dipping to the point that you're going to have to use your bucket to fill it up, and that's a problem. So Amr Leib Zeir responds to Reb Yirmiya, Yirmiya Bari, my son Yirmiya, Hani Agmi de Bavel, Kamai Deloy Paski Damu. These ponds in Bavel, they never run out of water, so therefore you're never going to have this issue of it running out of water. And something similar, Tanar we have a Bryce that says, which are ditches and pools, which are all sorts of water reservoirs. They were filled up with water on Erev Yontif. You're not allowed to water your field from them on Chalamayid. That's because we're afraid that the water supply is going to end up getting depleted. Then you're going to have to take your bucket and you're going to fill it up from a well. And then that's going to be an issue of Tirchi However, if there's a water canal going through them and that water canal is being fed by a spring, by a source that is not going to run out, mutter. so then it's mutter to water from these reservoirs because even if you run out of water, you at least have the secondary water Source, which is not a problem. But now, Amrav Papa, he says, That's only if the majority of the field can drink, meaning can be irrigated from that Amas Hamayim. Because if the majority of your field can be irrigated from that Amas Hamayim, you don't have a problem. You're going to be able to water the majority of your field. However, if you're not going to be able to water the majority of your field from that Amas Hamayim, so then once again, you're going to be inclined to take your bucket and fill it up with water, and that's an issue of Tirchi Yasera. he says, Even if the majority of your field is not able to be watered from that Amas Hamayim, it's not a problem. Since that water canal is being fed by a natural source, so may my armor, this person's going to say, if there's not enough water in this Amas Hamayim to water my field in one day, so it'll take two or three days to water my field, but I know that the water is never going to run out in this Amas Hamayim. I might take a water for it to get refilled from the spring, but at the end of the day, it's not going to run out of water, and therefore, he's not going to be pressured to take his bucket and fill it up from the well or fill it up from somewhere else because he knows he's going to get water from this Amas Hamayim. And more about watering fields on Chalamayim. Turn around, we have a brass. 
Motel Hashkes Yimenus Stei Beis Hashlachin Acheres, a pool that has water dripping into it from one Beis Hashlachin, from one field, you're allowed to take water from that pool and water a different field with it. So what's the visual over here? So you have two fields, one higher than the other. The upper field is watered by a natural spring, and the runoff water collects in a pool between the upper and lower field. So you're allowed to take water from that collection pool and water your lower field with it. Ask the Gemara de Pasca, that water that's dripping out of the upper field might stop, and then you're going to be inclined to take your bucket and fill it up from the well. And as we said, that's an issue of Tirchi Yisera. So Amrav Yirmi, he answers, we don't have a problem here. Vadayin Himataftefes is actually still dripping from the upper field, so you know that water's not going to stop, so therefore you don't have an issue. Amrabai, he says, Behushalai Mayan Rishain, that's only if the original Mayan that waters the upper field hasn't stopped. Just because it's dripping from the upper field, that doesn't mean that you still have a constant source of water. As long as the original Mayan that's watering that upper field hasn't stopped yet, so then you're able to still water your lower field from the runoff water from the upper field. And another halacha tanya, we have a bride, so Shem Eimer, he tells us, we have two patches within the same field, but one is higher than the other. You're not allowed to draw water from the source that's watering the lower part, and water the upper part. That's because it's Tirchi Yisera. And Yisrael came even more than that. Even if you have one patch of ground in one field, part of it is low and part of it is high, you're not allowed to take water from the lower part and water the upper part because that's considered Tirchi Yisera. And Tanarban, we have a Brisa. You are allowed to draw water from a well. You're allowed to take your bucket and draw water and pour them on your vegetables that are in the ground in order to be able to eat them on Chalamayid. Since you're pouring the water on them only to keep them juicy and gishmak and you're going to end up eating them on Chalamayid, so it's permitted to do so. If you want to make them really nice, you want them to grow big and juicy for after Chalamayid, usher, then it's usher. And now a story about this. Ravina and Rabbatesfa, they were going along the way. They saw a person, he was drawing a bucket of water on Chalamayid and he was pouring them in his vegetable patch in his garden. Told Ravina, Lacey Marlashamte, you should put him in Kherim, because he's doing negative what the Chachamim say. The Chachamim say, you're not allowed to water your vegetable patch if it already has sufficient water from the rainwater, and clearly this vegetable patch doesn't need to be watered, so it's also for him to water in a Chalamayid, you should put him into Kherim. So Amrle, Ravina told Rabbatisva, Vatan, you have a bribe that says, You are allowed to water your vegetables if you want to eat them, and meaning you want to keep them Gishmak and you want to eat them on Chalamayid, it's not a problem. So Amrle, Rabbatisva told Ravina, Me Savras, my Madlin, Madlin, Maya, do you really think that Madlin means that you're allowed to draw water and pour water on it? My Dalaram based on top of Madlin. What does Madlin mean over here? Shlufi, it actually means to remove or to pull out vegetables. If you have too many vegetables in one patch, so then they end up taking all the nourishments out of the ground, and none of them are really gishmak and juicy vegetables. They're just average vegetables. So you're allowed to pull them out of the ground on Chalamayid. That's what Madlin means. Remove them or pull them out. You're allowed to pull out the excess vegetables on Chalamayid. Obviously, you want to eat those excess vegetables, but you're also helping the ones in the ground improve, and that's not a problem. And how do we know that Madlin means to remove? or to pull out something which is extra. We have a Mishnah. Someone that's thinning out his grapevines. He has too many vines intertwined with each other and the grapes aren't really growing as they should and he wants to make sure that all the nutrients go to the few select grapes that are there. So he's thinning them out. So the same way that he's able to thin out his own grapevines, he's also able to thin out the Anim's grapevines. Meaning he has a section of his field that he's leaving for the Anim, that's Peah. So he's even allowed to thin out their vines for them because they're definitely going to want really juicy Gishmat grapes. David Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. He says, he's able to thin out his own, but he's not allowed to thin out those of the Anim because they definitely want more grapes of average quality than fewer grapes of really good quality. But either way, we see from here that Hamedel doesn't mean to take water and pour it on something. It means to thin out or to remove something that's extra. So Amr Leir, Vina responded to Rabbi Tesfav, you have a brisa that says, You're allowed to draw water for them. So clearly, Madlin means taking water and pouring it on the vegetables as opposed to removing something which is extra. So Amr Leir, Rabbi Tesfav told Ravina, 
Tanya, Tanya, if you have a brisa, then you have a brisa, and I retract my question. And we said in the Mishnah, and we're not allowed to make ugiyas for the grapevines on Cholamite. My ugiyas asked the Gemara, what exactly are these ugiyas? On Rav Yehuda, he says, Banke, it's Banke. What exactly is Banke? It's the same thing as ugiyas. So ugiyas and Banke means that you're digging around the base of the grapevine, and that way we have this little moat or this little ditch dug around it so it could be filled up with water, and it's a great way for irrigating it. So you're not allowed to do that on Cholamite because that's Tirchi Yaseira. And Tayin Amihachu, we have a brisa just like that, Eluhain ugiyas, what are ugiyas? Bedidin Sheba Ikre Zesim Sheba Ikre Gafanim. As these ditches dug by the base of the olive tree and by the base of the grapevines. Ask the Gemara, is that really so? Are you really not allowed to dig these ditches on Cholamite? Barav Yehuda, Shorel Bnei Bartzi Soy, Lemeved Ban He allowed them to dig these ditches for their vineyards. The Gemara says, Loikash is no problem. Habachati, Habatiki, once talk about new ones, once talk about old ones. Our mission is saying that you're not allowed to dig a fresh ditch around the base of your grapevine. That's because it's Tirchi However, he allowed them to re dig old ones that had just gotten stuffed up with leaves and dirt and rocks and whatnot. It's much easier to re dig an old one than to dig a new one. Re digging an old one is allowed to be done in Cholamite. And we have said in the Mishnah Rabbi Lezbun Azariah Eimer, he had told us, Ain Oisin Asa'ama, we're not allowed to dig an Amma, which is a canal on Cholamite or on Shemitah. So the Gemara says, Bishlema Mayid Mishim the Katarach. We understand you're not allowed to dig such a thing on Cholamite because it's a Tircha, and you're not allowed to be involved in something which is a Tircha on Cholamite. Alashvias, my time. Why are you not allowed to dig such a thing on Shemitah? This has nothing to do with planting the ground. This is not something that should be us on Shemitah. So why are you not allowed to dig this Amma on Shemitah? So Pligubar Abzerav Rab Abar Mamal or Abzerav Abar Mamal argue about this. Chanamar one of them says, Bnei either because it looks like you're hoeing the ground. Hoeing the ground is basically digging dirt in the ground. Over here, you're digging a dirt to make a canal, so it looks like Eider, and Eider is something that you're not allowed to do on Shemitah, so therefore you're not allowed to dig this canal on Shemitah either. Vachadam, or one of them says, Bnei Shemach because you're preparing the bank of this canal for planting. When you're digging out the dirt, so you put it right on the side of the canal, and that dirt is nice and soft, and you're actually able to plant in that dirt. So since this dirt that you placed on the side of the canal is able to be planted in, so that's something that would be Usr, because that's preparing something for planting, and that's Usr on Shemitah. Ask the Gemara Maiba now, what's the difference between their two Shitas? The difference is, if as you're digging this canal, water is automatically filling up in it. According to the Manda Amar, that you're preparing the side of it for planting, you still have an issue. Just the canal being filled up with water doesn't affect what's happening on the side of the canal, and therefore it would still be an issue on Shemitah. And according to the Manda Amar, that it looks like either, it looks like you're hoeing the ground, like there's no issue, because the moment you dig something, water fills up in it, and that's not either. Now the Gemara asks, according to the Manda Amar, the reason why you're not allowed to dig this canal is because it looks like either, and that wouldn't be an issue if it automatically fills up with water, he should still be chayshish for the other shita. He should still be chayshish that now all the dirt on the side is prepared for planting and that should be an issue. So Gemara says, you're right, he actually is chayshish for that. What's the difference between these two shitas? He takes the dirt that he digs out and he throws it really far away and it scatters all over the place and you're not able to use that dirt for planting. So according to the Manda Amr that the issue would be that if you take this dirt and you place it on the side of this canal so now you can actually plant in it like there's no issue because he took this dirt and he didn't place it on the side of the canal, he threw it away, so you're not able to use that dirt for planting. But according to the Mandamar, that looks like either, it looks like you're hoeing the ground, so there's an issue because you're digging in the ground and that looks like either. But now we ask the same question, according to that Mandamar, that technically there wouldn't be an issue of over here, why doesn't he at least say it looks like either? So he answers, there's no issue of either over here. Because when you're being either the ground, when you're hoeing it and you're preparing it for planting, you dig and you leave the dirt there. But over here, he took the dirt and he threw it away, so that doesn't look like either, and therefore there wouldn't be an issue. Now, when Amemar learned this memo from Rav Lazar ben Azari, that you're not allowed to dig this canal on Shemitah, he learned it, that the reason why you're not allowed to do so is because it's near Ka'idar. And the Kashal Eid, Rav Lazar ben Azari, Rav Lazar ben Azari, because of that, he had a steer Rav Lazar ben Azari on himself. He asked, Do me, Amar Rav Lazar ben Azari, call Shemitah Ka'idar Asr? Did Rav Lazar ben Azari really say that if it looks like either, so it's Asr on Shemitah? For a minute, I'll ask you a steer. We have a rice that says, A person's allowed to take his zevil, his fertilizer, and he's allowed to make it into a big pile in his field, and there's no issue. 
He does not allow you to take your fertilizer and put it in your field on Shemitah because it looks like you're trying to fertilize your field. Unless you dig it three Tvachim into the ground and therefore it just looks like you're storing it. It doesn't look like you're fertilizing your field. Or if you place it three Tvachim above the ground. However, if you already had a little bit of fertilizer in your field before Shemitah, then you can continue piling fertilizer on top of it because then again, it just looks like you're storing the fertilizer there. Rebel Azar and Azariah does not allow you to put any fertilizer in a field on Shemitah until you either dig a ditch of three Tvachim deep and put it in there or until you raise it three Tvachim above the ground or if you place it on top of a rock so then you're not placing it on your field itself. So we see very clearly from here the Rebel Azar and Azariah allows you to dig a ditch of three Tvachim because he says you're allowed to dig a ditch of three Tvachim and put your fertilizer in it. So both of them answer the question. One of them says we're actually talking about a case where he already had a ditch dug before Shemitah and therefore he's just filling this ditch with the fertilizer but it does not mean that you're allowed to dig the ditch on Shemitah itself. Or one of them says the fact that he's putting fertilizer in this ditch proves that the reason why he was digging the ditch is not because he's either because he's preparing the ground for planting because clearly he dug the hole and right away filled it up with fertilizer so therefore he'd be allowed to dig such a hole on Shemitah. And we had said in the Mishnah if we have an irrigation canal which is ruined we're allowed to fix it on Chalamayid. My Mikulkalis what does that mean it's ruined? What does that mean that we're allowed to fix something that was ruined? Amr of Abri he explains if it's only one tefach deep you're allowed to redig it to its original depth of six tefachim. Remember this Amma this irrigation canal it's called an Amma because it was an Amma wide and an Amma deep an Amma six tefachim so it used to be six tefachim deep but then it got filled up with dirt and leaves and garbage and who knows what and it only was a tefach deep now so on Chalamayid you're allowed to redig it to its original depth of six tefachim. So now that we have this number one to six the Gemara analyzes it's positive if my irrigation canal is only a half a tefach deep right now and I want to redig it to its original depth of three tefachim. Since water is not going to properly pass through this irrigation canal of only three tefachim, like Klimhu, you're not accomplishing anything by digging and therefore it's a tirchi yaseir and you're not allowed to do so. If your current irrigation canal is only two tefachim deep and you want to redig it to its original depth of twelve tefachim, that's also going to be an issue the katar tirchi yaseir because that's way too much tircha, you're digging it way too deep, so therefore you wouldn't be allowed to do that on Chalamite either. But what about if your irrigation canal is currently two tefachim deep and you want to redig it to its original depth of seven? What's the halacha? Over here, when you're digging it from one to its original depth of six, so you're adding on five, and so too you have an irrigation canal of two and you want to redig it to its original depth of seven, so you're adding on five also, and therefore there wouldn't be a problem. Adilma, perhaps, since you're digging an extra tefach, you really only need an irrigation ditch of six tefachim. You don't need it to be seven tefachim deep. So that extra tefach, there's too much tircha in that, and that's causing you tircha yisera digging that extra tefach, and perhaps you would not be allowed to dig five, maybe you would only be allowed to dig four. Includes Teiku, this is an unanswered question, and we're going to have to wait for Aliyah and Navi to come and answer it. Abaye, he allowed the people of Bar Hamdoch to clear out the river of all the branches that were in the river. He allowed them to do this on Chalamayid. Rav Yirmi allowed the people of Sechavta to clear out the source of the river that was stopped up. Rav Ashi allowed the people of Masamachasya to clear away a buildup of stuff that was right in the middle of this river called Nahar Bornitz. And Omar, he explained, since everyone drinks water from this Karabim dummy, it's like it's for the Rabim. And we learned that our Mishnah, that on Chalamai, you're allowed to do anything that's necessary for the Rabim. This is necessary for the Rabim, for the public, and therefore you're allowed to do so on Chalamai. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.